welcome to the Career Mentor Podcast, a program of hunger for success, a nonprofit organization devoted to helping people find and keep family wage jobs. Your host, Brad Lebowski, President and Chair of Hunger for Success. Welcome to the Career Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Lebowski. In the last few podcasts, we've been talking about how to build your resume so it can stand out from the crowd. We talked about the hiring manager's perspective. We talked about the job seekers or your perspective. And we talked about the importance of a personal mission statement in that first 30-second read being unique to you, your experiences, and your strengths. Today, we're going to talk about accomplishment statements and why that's important as a resume. You know, in the 70s, they developed resumes that are chronological. Here's who I worked for, here's how long I worked for, and here's what I did. Task after task after task. And for the most part, that style of resume has not changed since the 70s. But unfortunately, with the tens of thousands of people applying for maybe one or two different types of jobs, it doesn't really make your resume stand out. And in talking to hiring managers and HR professionals, what they're telling us is, look, we care less about what you did and more about how well did you do that. And if you just list a chronological order of what you've done, it really doesn't tell the hiring manager how good you were or what made you different from everyone else. We also work with participants who have had gaps in their employment perhaps working in an industry for a long time that they don't want to work in anymore. Perhaps they had one job for six months, one job for nine months, one job for a year. We don't want the hiring manager to focus on duration or a specific job that you had. We want them to focus on the industry and see what you've accomplished within that industry. So for example, you could say, well, I worked two years in the store and there's customer service skills you learned. I worked four years on the phones and provided customer service. It's another customer service job with a different set of tasks. Or you could say customer service, six years, and list some accomplishment statements that really highlight what you were able to do better than anyone else while you were in that particular role or service. It's really important to highlight these particular accomplishment statements and there's a way to do it there's a format to do it and again depending on what kind of learner are learner you are you could go to maxlist.org that's m-a-c-s-l-i-s-t.org and look for my uh, blog does your resume stand out from the crowd and if you're a visual learner you can email us at info i-n-f-o at help, the letter H, the number four, the letter S dot org. And we can send you a link to a YouTube video that'll give you step-by-step instructions on how to do it. One of the reasons why accomplishment statements are so difficult is because most of the people that we help and most of the people we interview and come in contact with typically aren't managed with a lot of recognition and feedback. As we've talked about in previous podcasts, a manager only talks to you when something's wrong. 
I've worked with people with doctorate degrees, 25 years experience in senior manager positions. And when I ask them to detail some of the accomplishments they've had in their career, they struggle. They think about what they overcame. They think about obstacles. They, they think about strategic plans that may have gone well or not gone well, but they can't automatically say, oh, this I got an award for, and this was an amazing result based on the previous year or based on the last 10 years of the company's existence because they haven't been reinforced that way. They haven't been reinforced in a positive way, and they haven't been trained really to look at accomplishments. In fact, I encourage a lot of the people that we help to keep a journal. Hey, I got recognition for this today. Hey, this went really well and keep a journal of it. Because a lot of times if people have been in a tough spot in their career they don't like or have had several jobs within a couple of years, it's the negative they think about more than the positive. And again, to use 21st century strategies to really have this resume capture the interest and hearts of the hiring managers and HR professionals so they're really engaged and motivated to meet you in person, we want to do something different. So how do you develop accomplishment statements? Well, think about any form of recognition you've received in sports, in school, in an organization that you belong to. Think about projects or assignments you've been involved with where you were ranked higher than average. Think about things you enjoy doing well. Think about the last time when somebody told you you're the best or you did a great job here. Think about those times when people come to you for help. What can you do that they cannot? Also want you to think about maybe you got a promotion or raise in a year or two. Maybe you were asked to train others in the office or in the organization because you're a content expert or subject matter expert in your field. Accomplishments don't have to be Academy Awards and huge uh, trophies. It could be smaller things that really show how well you did, what you achieved, what your accomplishments were in your role. Now, what we recommend is between three and four bullet points or three to four accomplishments per skill. So it could be customer service, could be management, supervision. If you work in the IT field, it could be development, it could be enterprise systems, it could be security. Different things, different aspects of your experience should have at least three to four bullet points of accomplishments. Now, as always, if you have a difficulty creating these accomplishment statements, if the material that we've given you and after you've read it, you're still not sure how to do it, or you may have a writer's block, or maybe you're just in a really negative place and you need some mentoring and help, that's why Hunger for Success is here, to help you do that. You can go to our website at help, the letter H, the number four, the letter S, dot org. Contact us, engage us on social media, ask us questions, or perhaps suggest our next podcast so we can use our listeners' feedback on our next podcast or on a future podcast to help you get through some aspects of your resume or these accomplishment statements.
Now, one thing I can tell you is when this new format gets presented, that you will find a percentage of people saying, hey, I don't like it. I want to see your chronological resume. I want to see jobs and dates or I'm not going to interview you. This can happen maybe one out of a hundred times. So what we recommend is doing a hybrid. Use that personal mission statement, list the job title, the time that you work there, the company that you work for, but list accomplishment statements instead of tasks. There's a way to do a hybrid to make everyone happy. But we have found through our years of experience and through helping people, especially people living in poverty, to get that family wage job with benefits, we found that the personal mission statement and accomplishment statements really engage the hiring manager and get them more interviews than using a traditional chronological resume. Well, we hope to hear from you and get your feedback. We are on our way to a few more podcasts to complete the resume portion of our training. We thank you for listening and look forward to listening to you in the future. I'm your host, Brad Lebowski, and this has been the Career Mentor Podcast with Hunger for Success. Have a great rest of your day. This is the Career Mentor Podcast, intellectual property of hunger for success. All rights reserved, 2018.